0: Hello everybody, my name is Jill Whalen and I am on a mission to empower people to break the diet cycle and live their best life to the fullest. I founded my company Whalen Wellness based on this mission and continue to help thousands of people through my virtual bootcamp and four pillar system. We will share this safe space and grow together for the well of it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I'm so happy you've joined me to listen in today. Today, as you know, on this podcast, I love to highlight people that I have come in contact with who have inspired me or who have wonderful stories to share. And today I'm sharing a discussion with one of my community members, somebody who is in my virtual Bootcamp program. Her name is Kate Daw. Kate was born and raised in Grand Falls, Windsor, which, for our audience, is central Newfoundland. So, same province as me, but a few hours away from where I'm at. Growing up, Kate was always an active kid, loved being active. She was involved in every sport and extracurricular that you can think of. But the thing that she really loved was swimming. She swam competitively for 10 years, started swimming laps at age four. Attended both the Newfoundland and Canada Summer Games in 1999 and 2001. And then as she got older and into high school, things changed and she kind of grew out of swimming. She quit in her senior year of high school and went on to university. She has two degrees, one in sociology and women's studies and one in social work, all from Memorial University of Newfoundland. In university, Kate developed a love of boxing and circuit training and continued after graduation. Once she moved back to Grand Falls for work, she's currently living and working in Grand Falls and loving every moment of our wellness community that she can soak in. And I can uh, second that notion because I know Kate is as active in the group as I am. She, she attends all the sessions just like I do. She also, as just a side note to who she is, Kate lives with a physical disability and a spinal cord defect called spina bifida. She's a permanent wheelchair user and Kate inspires me every day. Welcome Kate to the podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me. I am so happy to have you here and you're just, as I said, so in our programming, we do it all. It's holistic approach to wellness. So we do everything from fitness classes, to yoga classes, to mental health sessions, to sessions with our registered dietitian to cooking classes, and I believe that you're in all of them. You're usually there live with us when we're going through all of those, which is awesome. I love your spirit, love your enthusiasm, and you're such a a well-recognized member of our community. Everybody just loves you.
1: Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And I think that's just a general personality trait. I'm pretty social and I, I like to be involved in a lot of things. Always have been, always been an avid volunteer, active in sports, anything I could get my hands on growing up. I was, like I said, very active child. My mother, swimming was the big thing though. Um, I played a bit of t-ball, softball, that kind of stuff as a kid. Um, swimming was huge for me. My mom swam with me when she was pregnant,
0: so, so I was doing it since pregnant. the beginning. <laughs> I'm a water baby, yeah. <laughs> water baby, absolutely. That is awesome. Kate and I had an opportunity to meet in person when we did our retreat back in October on the West Coast. You and your mom, Colleen, who is lovely, traveled to the West Coast to attend that retreat with us. And I, do you remember the moment that we met? Yes. <laughs> we were, myself yeah, and the team, we were, we were delivering our little welcome bags to all of our participants around the hotel. So we all had armloads of bags. And I turned around and saw you. And I was like, oh my God. And dropped the bags and gave you a big hug. And <laughs> it was so nice. It was so it was wonderful. It's... I'm glad you could make the trip. Oh, and it I... was wonderful. I know that I... retreat wasn't easy to get tickets to. So I'm glad that you got in there. <laughs>
1: It's so funny because everybody talks about when is the next retreat? When are we going to do it? I can't wait. And I I can't wait either. But it was one of those things where I just said, I'm no, I'm probably going to get another opportunity, but if I don't, I'll never forget this this thing that really
0: spoke to me. It's that immersive experience, right? Like it's
1: just, yeah. And, and being in a room with that many like-minded people, Mm. um, is really inspiring for me because I, I don't know if I've ever had that before
0: right it's like you, it's like and I say this all the time about this community that we've built together it's like it's like you found your people it's like yes. you found the people that inspire you and lift you up when you need it and have empathy when you need it and like all of those things that you need in community and and that's kind of, I think we all feel that way here which is so awesome so amazing so when you and I first Met Met via Zoom, which is, you know, a great way for a connection. Thank God for Zoom. I say that every day, <laughs> but it was when you joined the community and you reached out to me, right? With some questions and yes. some questions about particularly the, the fitness classes and, and, you know, can you offer a few modifications when we need them and all of that stuff. So we set up a meeting and, and, and we got to have a one-on-one chat right from the beginning. And I think that was helpful for both of us because it allowed me to kind of understand what you you need or what changes that we could make to give you an optimal experience. And I hope, I think you then felt welcomed right from the beginning.
1: Absolutely. This has been absolutely fabulous. And it's the first thing I've ever been in where I feel fully immersed, like you said, in the sense that if there's something I can't do, because you have a lot of people who are first-timers, some people haven't even
0: worked out before in their right. lives. Yeah. There's different th- reasons why people can't do things.
1: Right. So they're, they're in their living rooms and they're lifting like soup cans and doing mm-hmm. things because people don't have the equipment and things like that. So for me, it was kind of cool to have something that's so adaptable that I can do whatever I need to do to accommodate the movement yep. and, and the things that I need to be doing to make myself feel good and accessibility is such a kind of broad thing like it's it's individual for every person but if you really look at it it's not accessibility isn't for a specific group accessibility is access to for all
0: absolutely and it doesn't it doesn't mean it doesn't just um uh apply to people with differing physical abilities it's, right. it's accessibility is some like I've had so many meetings with so many people that have specific things that they need to modify or tweak or change or, or make again, as you said, accessible to them.
1: And for me too, um, I find that I become a bit more creative just in, in movement enough. Cause I've sent you a couple of videos of, oh look what I could do. Like, yeah. <laughs> and like, you've had I figured out because yeah. i can't do it this way so how am i going to figure it out so that i get the same kind of effect
0: i'm so excited about that piece too like that every time i hear from you in in that context i get i get like butterflies in my belly because And you and every other member here, because what I always say from the beginning, when I first meet the group or meet the people, I say like, we need to all check our egos at the door so that we can safely progress you. So when you and I met, we talked about different ways for for example, certain um, cardio moves that we do on our legs that we need to adapt for you. We need to be careful that we can find a cardio solution that is not overdoing it, say in your other upper body muscle groups or your core or anything like that to keep you safe, keep you safe, protective and, um, progressing. But you've had some major physical breakthroughs.
1: Yeah. I don't just, I, (laughs) I kind of push the envelope a little bit. I'm not going to lie. And sometimes I probably
0: shouldn't, but I do My goodness. You work hard. I see it every class. (laughs) uh
1: sometimes i will if i'm not feeling the greatest i'll I'll substitute a cardio thing but i have been trying to do some leg things just and honestly that's just curiosity like what can my legs actually do because i don't use them a lot yeah now from a swimming perspective when i was a swimmer i could do like a kind of a dolphin kick yeah that was like the, the extent of it but outside of that lifting and and those sorts of things I have since graduated to being able to do leg
0: lifts blows recently, my mind. I could cry, which, which is so exciting. exciting. It is exciting. Cause I never, I actually I literally had to call my doctor
1: after I felt, cause there was, I don't know. I was probably about three or four months in and I was why are my legs? I feel like something's buzzing. Like it's, it's like this weird, numb. New
0: cessation you had in your legs. Yeah. I'll, I'll never forget when you reached out to me that day and you said, I am feeling things in my legs and including muscle soreness. You were starting yeah, to feel some like muscle like soreness.
1: They were sore and I, I was, like, I don't know what this is, but totally normal. i talked to my doctor and she was like, it sounds to me like it's very positive. Keep it up. Like, don't give up on that. Cause it's a good sign. So I since then I've been doing that when I can, and I've even because you do all these paused,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: all the paused things. I've actually tried doing some paused leg lifts, and it works. Like, and I've always had, I guess, because of the um, swimming with the dolphin kick and stuff. I've had good quad muscles, but yeah, from knee down, I've never really had that. Mm-hmm. So it's been. I'm kind of awestruck by the things I've been able to the muscles that have developed and
0: kind yeah. of progress. Your it's, overall strength is coming up because yeah. you're, you know, you're starting to feel these sensations and strength in your legs, but also you're, you're increasing strength through your core, through your upper body. I'm sure. How does that feel as, you know, somebody with sometimes limited mobility, has that helped in, in getting around and in and out of your chair and all of the things that you do? <laughs> Absolutely. And that's kind of that's
1: the reason why I do the exercise. Like exercise has always been really, really important to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um because of that reason. Right. Uh just being able because I want to, you know, for as long as I can, be able to move as much as I can, be as independent right. as I can. So it is really good for transfers and stuff. But recently, besides the legless, I we we've done some crunches and things, but Um, you've done some sit up and press type things and I can, I I have a power chair, so I tilt myself back Mm -hmm. and I can go back so far and I can lift myself up. But I remember (laughs) I was at, um, an appointment. I can't even remember what I was doing, but I was lying down flat Mm -hmm. and I just got on my elbows and I sat up. And normally if I'm getting up like that, I have to like roll on my side and pull like Pull on something to sit on my elbows, and that like—that's a strong the whole,
0: core right there.
1: It's like the a whole thing, and I just in two seconds I sat up, and I was like, "Mom, did you see that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what just happened?" And I was like, "Did anyone see that? Because I don't even know if I just did that." <laughs> like <laughs> Oh, that is awesome! That is
1: amazing! So it is really, really helping. Yeah, uh, it's just a whole different experience. I don't know how else to describe. It. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's a very different thing when you're, I feel like everything I'm doing is independent as well. Like I have in the past, I, I've always gone to gyms and stuff, but it's always been one on one. Yeah. Um, and I've always needed help with like equipment and stuff like that. But with this, I can use my own equipment. I can be creative. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I don't know. I feel like I'm doing more now than I ever have.
0: Yeah, and isn't it cool to um, also draw from that? So, So like, say for example, if there's, I don't know, we average different numbers at our live classes, but say for example, there's 400 people at our live class, You better bet that all 400 people are going to look and feel slightly different through these movements. It's just like you said, like we're a diverse group and for, for millions of different reasons, and, and and the baseline part of all of that, that I always say is that we're all living in different bodies and that's it. We're all living in different bodies. So you're able to change it slightly for what you need to get the most out of this. I'm able to change it slightly to get the most, like to get the best that I need out of this, but then that community support and, and like encouragement and celebration is just everything
1: absolutely that that's that's i think the thing that drives me the most yeah because, i mean you're still you're in your living room but when all those cameras come on you feel like you're part of a group and
0: that's because yeah, you are and i remember yeah. you saying at the uh, <laughs> at the retreat that because we did some classes in person at the retreat and i remember you sharing that it was your first ever group fitness class yes so awesome that must have been such a cool experience and it was you know you were the same as the person next to you person next to you person next to you because we're all different (laughs) if that even makes any sense if those words even even pull together a sentence
1: absolutely uh like said i've always been a part of gyms but i I think i've always been kind of leery of the classes i've always wanted to be a part of them Mm -hmm. but then it was kind of before i have the knowledge that i've had behind everything that you do I guess um I was always like is my chair gonna be in the way if I need to mm-hmm. reach something I'm gonna have to bother somebody to pick it up for me like great right. work like all of those things kind of went through my head and I also I always went with one-on-one and I had wonderful wonderful trainers mm-hmm. it was they've been fabulous but I've always kind of wanted that group yeah that part for me I think was missing after I stopped swimming. Yeah. No.
0: I understand that too, like wanting that group experience because. Um as like as a trainer, as a coach, I've done both. I've done personal training and group fitness, but I always loved group fitness way more. It's just it's that energy, it's different, it's it's special, you know. It's it's unique to what group fitness is and I love that so much. And I'm glad that I was able to I mean, I'm learning as I go too and I, and and I'm glad that I was able to help you figure out different ways and and we'll continue to do that. I can't believe we're almost a year in together. I know. I'll be a year and I I started mid session in April I think it's so important for people to know people listening that no matter what they have that makes them a little bit unique like there's still ways where there's a will there's a way and we can figure stuff out and for you you happen to be as an end note here you happen to be a wheelchair user and 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 we're making that work but Um, I can only say we're making that work in the context of this programming. You've been making it work since the day you were born and you've been fiercely independent and you've accomplished so much. So you were away from home for 10 years or so living in St. John's and doing so fiercely independent as you are. And how was that experience for you?
1: Uh, It was uh, good, but I've had, you know, You have the typical challenges that you have when you're in university for the first time, you know, when Mm -hmm. you move away from home at 18, 17, kind of get homesick occasionally. But I liked the freedom of, you know, just discovering different things about myself in terms of what courses I wanted to take. I didn't really know what I wanted when I went to university.
0: I don't think any of us do.
1: (laughs) I think that's typical of the age. Right. So you take the, the, you know, the first year courses and then you kind of get weed, you weed out the ones that you don't love or you're not doing so well in. Um, But then I moved on and I got did some sociology courses and I really enjoyed just exploring the cultures of of people and how they operate and how they socialize and how they uh, how everybody adapts to the world and mm-hmm. the, those sorts of things so um and living on my own for the first time I, thankfully I I was in um uh residence for yeah. that full time that I was there and I and I liked that because yeah. there were people around if I needed anything mm-hmm. uh and again I'm pretty social so I, it was nice to kind of be around people most of the time um but it was a bit of a challenge at first because, you know, having a disability just does come with some challenges. There are things that I'm not able to fully do on my own. So figuring out, oh, yeah, I got to clean my room by myself now. And I have to yeah. take my own bed. And, Like, how is that going to all work? Yeah. But I've had a very, very supportive family. My parents are, like I said, my rock um they've been very helpful and we we kind of have navigated it hasn't always been easy but we've navigated the whole support system together and how to get you know a bit of home care if I need like a home um housekeeping sort of things
0: right I mean teamwork makes the dream work right
1: and I also had a ton of family living in St. John's I still do most of my Uh, mom's side of the family is still there so I always had somebody around and somebody to call if there was an emergency um that sort of thing I continued to like I said work out and do whatever I could in terms of exercise and uh, probably back then I will say like I think about your pillar system and I'm more cognizant of it now yeah ever like back then it was all exercise 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 i don't think i thought about
0: right about the water or the mindset or the
1: like yeah um but those things being active was always really important to me so i did the best i could at that time Mm -hmm. um i did in between degrees have a, a few health issues and ended up having some surgery which kind of um backed me up a little bit in terms of getting out and being active and, and some recovery in time action, and actually just recovery and, yeah. and figuring out what I actually could do and, and couldn't do during that time. Mm-hmm. So once I uh, that recovered from that, and that took probably a good year and a half, I would say um, I got right back into it. I was still. Um,
0: yeah. You're certainly I- no stranger to sports and athletics and the gym.
1: Oh, I joined um, there was a gym one thing I did love I joined uh box fit it was a gym box fit yep St. a years ago it's closed now mm-hmm. but um I started there when uh, I think it was during my second degree more so um but loved it I love boxing is one of my main cardio things now yeah um and I still have a friend that will come over and, and she does workouts with me occasionally and we have a blast
0: that's so um, awesome I love how you've you've always had such a priority on movement. Like it's always been an important piece to you and like wheelchair yeah. or no wheelchair. It's been a thing that you've had focus on forever. And I'm sure it's kept you very strong and healthy as a result.
1: Just how I was raised. It's my family. I mean, my parents are very active people. They were always, they played every sport you could play growing up. They still, well, they don't so much now, but they, in their adult years, uh, they played recreational hockey and, you know, they're, they're still pretty active now. They go for their walks and, and mom actually does a lot of the workouts with me Awesome um, here. Um, so yeah, they, they're, they're very active people. My mother, that's just how I was raised. If I even if I wasn't doing it myself, she used to take me to the Y when she had aerobic class and I was in daycare upstairs watching, like <laughs> it's always been, we've always been really health conscious and active.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love a point. I want to go back to a point that you made earlier when you talked about how um, accessibility is not about any particular group. Like it doesn't. You don't. Accessibility doesn't fit into the box. That's the opposite of what the word means. So you're not when we when we speak about or advocate for accessibility, we're not pinpointing any one group. We're we're looking at everybody. So, what would you? Do you have any advice that you'd give anybody facing any um, perceived barriers to accessibility? What what would you say? Because you're somebody who has definitely broken all the barriers for yourself.
1: I think. Don't be afraid to have conversations, uh, because as much as it is, it's accessibility for all, but at the same time, no matter if it's physical, mental, if it's, if it's a sensory thing, what have you, um, everybody is different. And even anybody who has a similar diagnosis of the same might ex- is going to experience things differently. Like nobody has the same experience of anything. So I think Absolutely. it's really important to tell people what you need because they're not gonna read your minds and they're not gonna be able to just provide the things. You I need love to-
0: that. Nobody sees the world through um, your eyes except for you. And, and right. it's okay to reach out when you need that little bit of support or or help or assistance or explanation even, or just a, you know an ear sometimes. Right.
1: Or, how can I do this for myself in a way that's safe? Exactly. Yeah. I don't necessarily need help, but what are some ways that we can
0: do it so we don't create any other problems? Mm -hmm. Any new problems? Nobody needs new problems. as adults, I'm sure we'll all face problems, but you know what I mean? Well, it is such a pleasure to have you on the podcast today and in my community. Like every day, you are just awesome. You're over there giving her. And honestly, that, that goes for so many people in the community. It's just a group of like committed, driven. And I, and I you know what? I really hesitate to even say the word committed because I'd be afraid that that would be misconstrued into the classic fitness Talk around being being you know committed. It's more that we're here. We're 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 inspired because we're here and we're here together and we're focusing on just feeling well, and that will look different. That journey's not linear and it won't be the same for any two people. I don't think. What do you think? Uh, exactly,
1: and I think it's so funny because we we talk about inspiration, and I've I've had a couple people say that, and I. I do struggle with that sometimes because I don't see it that way for me. I don't see it myself as an inspiration. I think this community, particularly more in more recent years, like I said, since I've joined, I just, I'm inspired. And well, I guess it extends outside that too. I've always surrounded myself or tried to surround myself with good people that are positive and lift me up and we lift each other up. So I think that I'm, I don't consider myself an inspiration more. So I am inspired by everyone else around me.
0: Yeah. It's that, it's that, um, magic that happens right when you're, when you're lifted up by like-minded individuals and just being like, we're out here just being ourselves and inspiring each other through that. And that's where the real magic is in my opinion. Yes. You keep being you, you are amazing. You are like, it's just, you also just have such a, I think, I think a lot of the inspiration people get from you is just your lovely demeanor and the way that you talk to people in our group. You're just, you're, you're, you're a great friend and you're so supportive and you're always there to celebrate somebody else, which is a beautiful trait to have. Well, thank you. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Any closing remarks before we go? Just
1: maybe to reiterate if that, if, I guess something I've learned because it was always a struggle f- for me to to reach out if I needed any yeah. accommodation or anything like that. Don't be afraid to have those conversations because there's there's nothing wrong with that. You, Absolutely, you just, you know.
0: And like you said, we can't know. None of us can read each other's minds. So if no. there's something that can be chatted out and figured out, then let's do that.
1: But no matter what. I've I've discovered after all the, the changes that have happened just in myself, we all can if we work together.
0: Absolutely. There's nothing that can't be done or accomplished, right? Amazing. You are lovely. And thank you for this, my friend. I'm so glad that we met. I'm so glad that we've connected. And I do believe that people come together for a reason. I believe that the law of attraction is alive and well, and I see it every day with this community that we've built together. Thanks for being here today. Have a lovely weekend. And you know what? Dark and early on Monday, we're going to kick off another week together. (laughs)
1: Looking forward to it.
0: (laughs) Thank you everybody for tuning in today for another episode of our podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation today. And if you did, please send me your feedback. Also, remember to leave a positive rating and review sharing is caring and you can share this episode on your favorite social media platform and I promise to keep showing up to keep providing inspiration and to keep things real for the well of it